Welcome to the Habibi Life Podcast, where we share practical advice to help you live an abundant life. Our goal is to help you fall in love with yourself by providing information and inspiration to help you reach your highest and your healthiest potential. This is episode 15, The Keys to Consistency. We are two weeks into the new year, and you know what that means. For millions of people, all those resolutions they fervently made in 2022, those are starting to lose their shine. From weight loss to money management, and even promises to set boundaries and protect one's peace, there's a chance that none of that is still in play right now. Those previously empty shelves of fresh celery that plagued grocery stores the world over, those are probably full again. Name any manner of self-improvement plan, and there's a good chance that the user is simply not interested in it with the same level of gusto that topped the collective consciousness on January 1st. If you found yourself firmly planted in the statistic, don't worry. There is nothing wrong with you or with any of the other people who are trying to figure out why they don't want to eat copious amounts of celery or work out for four hours a day to make those resolutions a reality. You didn't fall off because you're weak or lazy or unable to be consistent. You fell off because you missed one or some of the key markers in your quest to reach that goal. The good news is we're only two weeks into 2023, so you've got plenty of time to figure this out. Plus, you're about to learn more about those key markers so you can stay consistent as you strive to reach your highest and your healthiest potential. First, isolate one goal. Take a look at the goals you set for this year. Were they too broad? Were they vague and perhaps without a specific plan of action? If your goal was to get healthy, then it's too broad. If your goal was to work out more, it's also too broad. While you can use a broad stroke to get an idea of what you'd like to achieve, it's not a good idea to use this as the only strategy to try and reach that goal. So instead of just getting healthy in 2023, identify what such a thing might look like. Does that mean drinking more water? Okay, how much? Instead of simply saying, I'm going to drink more water in 2023, Set a daily marker for how much water you want to drink and have a practical strategy for how to meet that mark. That means planning out what kind of water you're going to drink and even how you're going to access that water, what container you'll use to drink it from, and what specific times of day you'll set, either by alarm or some other reminder, to drink that water. Specifically planning something as simple as taking a drink of water might seem dramatic, but it's more important to realize that water is not always the first choice for millions of people when they want to quench their thirst. That's where this goal comes from. Therefore, it becomes a conscious effort as the quest ramps up, particularly in the new year, to become a healthier human. So, although that one goal, to drink more water, might not be grandiose, It is a goal that can be achieved if it's broken down into strategic actions. You can take that same practice 
and isolate other goals that might seem too broad or too vague to achieve in the form of a resolution. The more you take practical and measurable steps toward achieving your goal, the more likely you are to reach it. So the next thing you want to do is get organized. Part of staying consistent is developing a seamless routine to help the steps toward your goal become more effortless. So just as you planned how much water you wanted to drink and decided when and how you're going to do it, you have to develop a system to make that exercise as routine as possible. Set a time to clean your water bottle each night or have it prepped and full of water for consumption the day before. Perhaps you buy a backup bottle to keep in your vehicle or at your desk at work just in case you left the original bottle at home or in another place. What happens when the grocery store runs out of your favorite brand? Because let's be honest, if you live in Los Angeles or any other major city, tap water is probably not an option. So instead of using a stock shortage as an excuse to give up, have a backup plan to keep that water flowing through your body. That might mean choosing another brand. It might mean going a few extra miles to go to another store. Whatever it means, don't use a shortage or some external thing to cause your motivation to wane. Now, while you're organizing, keep in mind that money will not motivate you to consistency. It might seem hard to believe when you're in the thick of the planning process, But the truth is that no amount of money will magically make you more consistent. Buying a premium bottle of water or a premium water bottle to hold that brand will not make you drink more water. It'll be fun for a moment. And eventually the dopamine hit you got when acquiring those shiny new things will wear off and you'll be back to square one. So keep that in mind as you plan your goal. Be realistic about what you're spending, if you're spending at all, and know that the cost of a thing will not make a difference in the grand scheme of your journey. Also, remember to keep a record. As part of your organizing efforts, keep a record of where you started, where you are presently, and where you'd like to be in relation to your goal. Recording your progress along the journey can go a long way to help motivate you to stay consistent. It's normal to feel like you're not doing enough and that you should be further along than your current status. Keeping a record of your progression can help remind you of how far you've come and encourage you to keep going. Remember that you're not going to develop lifelong healthy habits overnight. It could take months to get to the point where the exercise is less like torture and more like second nature. So anytime you need a little reminder of this reality, go back and take a look at your record of progress. On this journey, also remember to set realistic milestones. Let's go back to the water. A common goal is to drink one gallon of water a day. It always comes as a surprise to some people when they realize they can't even get a fraction of that amount into their bodies on a daily basis. There's a reason for that. If you're not used to drinking any water at all, your body is not going to suddenly accept a daily intake of one gallon, no matter how much you organize and plan. This means in order to reach your goal of a gallon a day, 
you'll have to break that intake down into further milestones. Use your second or third day of intake as a marker though. The reason is it's better to start recording on the second and third day because that's about when something happens or nothing happens and you find yourself back to square one. We're always super excited on day one and day two, so we happily do all the things in hopes of reaching our goals in record time. By day three and beyond, some of that shine has started to wear off and we either backslide to our original state or our efforts have tapered off considerably. That's the time to take stock and use that space as a springboard to head toward your goals in an intentional and meaningful way. So chalk up those first couple of days to the excitement of doing something new and start the real journey at the time when the excitement starts to wear off. Next, remember to hold yourself accountable. Accountability doesn't actually have a positive or a negative place in the quest for consistency. It is simply a tool to help you get where you want to be. Often, we think of accountability as someone either reprimanding us or us reprimanding ourselves when we step away from the plan to meet our goals. The reality is, accountability is simply another way to keep a record of where we are versus where we want to be. So that means you hold yourself accountable no matter what. Celebrate that accountability when you reach a milestone and examine it when you don't. Notice I said examine, not reprimand, not beat yourself up. See the efforts as they are and don't use them as a way to describe who you are. Remember that accountability takes honesty. Sometimes we like to fudge the numbers in order to make ourselves feel better. Or we might go in the opposite direction and inflate either the positives or the negatives of an event to support our own narrative. Neither of these exercises are very helpful and they can actually become detrimental as you strive for consistency. To help alleviate this issue, don't rely on holding yourself accountable on your own. Instead, cultivate a community. Your community can be made up of friends and family, but it can also include like-minded people who don't know you beyond your shared interest in a particular goal. Your community members don't even have to physically be in your area. In this age of global access, it's possible to find a virtual community that can help keep you accountable and on track as you make your way along the road to consistency. In the same vein of that global access, it's also important to educate yourself. Whatever your chosen subject for consistency, it's a good idea to learn as much as you can about the particular thing and apply that education to your personal efforts. Let's go back to the water. Why is it important to drink water? What does water do for your organs? What does it do for your brain function? How can it help with your outward appearance, including the clarity of your skin and eyes? Learning about the benefits of drinking water might help motivate you to keep going. And keeping a record of not only how much water you're drinking on a daily basis, but how it affects the way you look and feel 
can go a long way to helping you stay on track. And in that quest for information, remind yourself why you started. Resolutions and goals are often tied up in the feeling that we'd like to evolve past our present state. Consistency is the key to reaching those goals and making those resolutions a reality. So keep that big picture reason in plain sight. Write it down if you have to. Make a billboard full of colors and pictures and inspirational things. Engage in daily affirmations. Do whatever it takes to keep your mind focused on why you want to be consistent. Now, let's pause for a moment and talk about the obvious. Aiming for consistency is hard. It's work. It takes energy and effort. It's not a magic switch. And no matter what anyone tries to sell you, the biggest components to consistency mostly lie within you. And that leads us to the next key. Keep your emotions in perspective. You're going to get frustrated. You're going to feel like giving up. You're going to hurl insults both out loud and in your head in the direction of the universe and perhaps even in the direction of yourself. It's normal to feel like you're not making the cut as you work towards consistency and your goals in general. Remember that these feelings do not make you a failure. Keep that in mind as you continue to put one proverbial foot in front of the other. When you fall, give yourself grace and get back up. And when you fall again, get back up again. Consistency is not linear. And it's not about how long it takes or how many times you fall along the way. It's about how many times you pick yourself up and keep going. Also, realize that you can't control everything. No matter how well you plan and how hard you try, there's a pretty good chance that everything is not going to magically fall into place. Don't be discouraged if certain efforts don't pay off. Let go of what ifs and see each step along the way as an opportunity to educate yourself as you work to move closer to consistency. What many people fail to realize is that the journey, both to consistency and through life, is about adapting and growing based on what we experience. There is no such thing as laying out the perfect plan and having it execute with perfect precision. We are not computers, and it's futile to hold ourselves to an unrealistic standard. Our true goal is to experience this life and to learn everything we can along the way. That leads us to the final key. Forgive yourself. You are not going to get it right every single time. In fact, you're probably going to get it wrong more often than not as you continue to learn and grow. Show yourself grace as you figure out what works for you and what doesn't. Backsliding doesn't make you a failure. It simply makes you human. So consider what happened to trigger the misstep and learn from it even if you have to physically make a note of it to keep it in perspective. 
then get up and try again. We hope you found this information helpful. And if you'd like more tips on how to reach your highest and your healthiest potential, please download the latest issue of Habibi Life magazine. You can find it on habibibody.com, habibibodysport.com, and habibilife.org. Thank you so much for listening, and we hope you'll join us for the next episode.